So I'm speaking with uh, Robert Townsend, who is uh, the brilliant executive producer behind uh, Veres Sarabond. Uh, Robert has been the pioneer of expanding and distributing film music as far as possible around the world, from producing over 1,200 soundtrack albums, working with some of the best composers in history, to organizing grand concerts all around the world. His most recent show was the Veres Sarabond 35th Anniversary Gala Concert in San Pedro, which sold out and brought together an amazing ensemble of composers like Hans Zimmer, Danny Elfman, Mark Isham, Chris Leonard, Brian Tyler, and so many more. Uh, thanks so much for uh, speaking with me today, Robert. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Uh, so if you had to describe your role and your title at Veres uh, in a nutshell, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a nutshell that holds that. Um, the, you know, it is it is so uh, wide. Um, you know, the the kind of you know the parameters of of, of what I do are really, um, you know, with, without limit. In that, um, all aspects of um, film music production and and uh, you know limited editions, wide releases. Um, new recordings, uh, packaging, and liner notes, and and um, A and R album production, uh, concert production, uh, you know, commissioning arrangements, uh, uh, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, <laughs> if it, if it's if it's film music related, um, it, there is uh, there's nothing that I'm not part of. So looking back, kind of. Uh... Going back on your history, why, why do you love film music, and what made you fall in love with it in the first place? Well, for me, it was it was kind of the discovery of of great symphonic writing that I made through the scores of Jerry Goldsmith and John Williams, and what they were doing in the you know um, you know mid and late 1970s with scores like Star Wars and Superman and mm -hmm. Star Trek and Alien, and and then kind of quickly became aware of. Um, you know more composers and and associating the scores that I was hearing, you know, with the composers who wrote them, and all of a sudden realizing, oh, hmm, this Alex North guy's got it going on, <laughs> and you know Elmer, Bern Elmer Bernstein and George Delarue, and and just kind of discovering one composer after another, and really developing quickly a, you know, a passion for all the all the you know, best composers and and my favorite scores of the time. And and looking back, um, you know, through the history of film music and and slowly discovering more older older scores by those composers. Right. And um, and then particularly, you know, looking back now from the number of years I've been doing it, uh, it was a very short period of time that elapsed from me just being a kid and discovering the music to actually making a career out of it and starting to work with guys like Jerry um, mm -hmm. for the first time. So, um, you know, if I was, um, you know, 11 years old when Star Wars came out, then, um, it, and it was the mid-'80s, or the early '80s, that kind of really solidified my um, passion and, and, and uh, uh, you know following even more intensely um, great film music and, and the composers that uh, that I most admired. Um, you know, by by 1985, um, uh, you know, I was already forming my 
my own record company um, in Canada. And then by 1986, the spring of 86, I already had my first release out, which, of course, was Jerry Goldsmith's The Final Conflict. So, um, you know, by the time I was 19, I was already working with the, the you know, the greatest film composer <laughs> of the time, um, and, and Jerry, and, you know, he and I ended up doing 80 albums together. That's so amazing, um, yeah. The things, yeah, it's just, uh, um, it, 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 it's really even unbelievable, um, you know, hard for me to get my mind around how quickly things really evolved, um, you know, over that period of time where, uh, you know, the uh, I, I I can remember so clearly, you know, going into a store and, you know, buying albums like The Secret of Nim and um, Runaway and, and um, you know, things that were like 1982, 83. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then just, you know, two and a half, three years later, I have, I, you know, had my own record company and was starting to produce soundtrack albums uh, myself <laughs> and I mean I've got stuff on my desk now that's that's you know been there for more than two or three years so it's like no time at all it's, right um so when you when you first took over of us uh you took over for Richard Kraft correct uh yes uh Richard was my immediate predecessor uh-huh. um but at the same time there was uh, I mean the, the the timeline is a is a little bizarre in, in, in that I actually had produced my first album on Verez before Richard came on board, mm-hmm. but was um, you know I I hadn't taken overall production yet and and um, and so um, but the the association between Verez Saraband and Masters Film Music began in in 1986 and then and then Richard came on board in. 87 and he and I became great friends and um and did uh you know uh, more um productions kind of in collaboration and 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 uh I followed the final conflict with mm-hmm. uh, Lionheart and the two volume release for that and um and then Richard was was in place at Verez until um uh early-ish in 89 when he made the decision to go back to um being an agent, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I um, carried on and um, from that point. So, what were your goals for the label when you first took took over? And have those goals changed or evolved to to present day? Are they any different than they were back when you took over for the label? Uh, yeah, to an extent. I mean, the, the I mean, the goals at the time was to really just maintain the um, you know the Verez legacy and mm-hmm. and grow it as much as possible and. Um, and then, thankfully, that really, um, you know, th- that idea manifested itself in a in an extraordinary way, and 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 the label became, um, you know, had such a, you know, successful run where, uh, you know, with me starting in 1989, yeah, in 1989, by the summer of 1990, I worked on the albums for seven of the summer's top 11 movies. Um, you know, which was just uh, extraordinary, and and then um, you know, the, e- even before that, we had the the two films that just dominated the Oscars that year with Driving Miss Daisy, which started my relationship with Hans Zimmer, and right. My Left Foot, which was my first album with Elmer Bernstein, and um, and so at the yeah at the time it was just to to do 
uh, you know, work on as many films and uh, as possible, and as many big films as possible. And then, and then, um, as time went on, it it evolved into doing new recordings of classic scores and starting a whole series where my conducting team included, you know, the likes of Jerry and Elmer and Joel McNeely mm-hmm. and John Debney and going off all over the world, you know, London and Scotland to do albums and. And then, um, you know, special projects, uh, uh, album projects uh, that, um, you know, developed out of just ideas I had, like the Shadows of the Empire um, uh, score that uh, I uh, commissioned from Joel McNeely, and he did such a fabulous job oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, amazing. Jazz yeah. albums, like the Mike Lang album and uh, uh, of Henry Mancini music and, and Earl Rose on a couple albums, uh, another great pianist that, that we did. Um, and then, uh, you know, in more recent years, my grow- growing involvement with film music and film festivals around the world and, um, and really doing, you know, producing and hosting concerts far and wide that even took me to, um, to China this past um, February uh, and, you know, producing the first film music concert ever with the Macau Orchestra. And, uh, in China, um, and uh, you know, just fabulous experience there. And so, really, the you know the the goal, I suppose, at, at this point is just to continue um, you know promoting and uh, you know promoting the works of of the modern film composers and my friends that I'm so you know happy and lucky to work with on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. also um, you know carry the torch, so to speak, and and and. Um, you know, maintain and add to the attention and put a greater spotlight on the, the composers I feel most strongly about of, uh, among the guys that we've lost, you know, over time with, you know, certainly Jerry and Alex and Elmer and also Basil and Michael Kamen and, um, you know, Delarue. And, yeah. and um, so I've been, you know, I'm always so touched to have any opportunity of, of, you know, recording and and having their music performed, and so this the the weekend concert was, you know, particularly emotional in that regard, where I got to include, you know, the the Delarue um, main title from A Little Romance that was just so beautifully performed by our um, flute soloist Sarah Anden, and just um, you know such a special moment in, um, in in the concert, and then another new arrangement of the Spartacus love theme. Um, that Lee Holdridge did, you know, just for Sarah, um, to to allow for us to include um, Alex North's, uh, uh, Alex's just timeless uh, love theme as part of the program, and uh, and again, just so beautifully per, uh, performed by Sarah, um, and um, and uh, you know, we had Elm, uh, a Jerry score from Rudy that Cliff Eidelman conducted. Was um, was so emotional tonight. I, I, yeah. yeah, I was in, I was front and center, and it was it was pretty powerful. <laughs> ah, cool. Well, yeah. It, so, um, you know, just to have it, 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 it's very important to me to always have um, uh, you know these guys that I just revere and are really um, one. You know, really the reason why I you know started doing this in the first place, why I, I took on a, a career in film music. You know, I owe entirely to, um, uh, you know, I mean, 
you know, Jerry more than anyone, but certainly, and Alex in a big way, and George Delarue in a big way, and um, you know, Henry Mancini, and and you know, these these are the guys that um, you know, it's why I do what I do. And mm-hmm. now, also, you know, I was lucky enough to work with, uh, or not work with. He was so old and frail by the time, but at least get to know. Um, to an extent, and visit Miklos Roja um, at, you know, in the you know, la- latter um, years of his life, and and so I was so happy to include that Hamilton woman in the in the program um, on o- over the weekend, and also included that on the program in um, in Macau in, mm-hmm. in February as well. So um, uh, as I say, just carrying the the torch and and, and doing whatever I can to. Uh, increase the spotlight on these composers is is something that will always be important to me. Well, you've been doing an amazing job, and I think uh, just the legacy of uh, Verez and everything that you do, and keeping it in the spotlight so people are continually being reminded of how great everything is. And, and of course, you put this giant concert this pat- together this past weekend, and uh, I mean, just thinking about it, and every time you know, I hear the new update of who's going to be attending, and the logistics mm-hmm. kind of made me go like, "Oh my God, how are they pulling this together?" Because I put two soundtrack signings together, and each time I've almost collapsed from the stress of just trying to find, you know, one day for five or six composers to come just sit in a chair and sign CDs. But how did you manage to wrangle everyone that you did with their ridiculously busy schedules? Like, was it a nightmare scheduling nightmare? Well, it, I mean, it, it was a challenge, but it wasn't, um, you know, the most Im- important or, or really touching aspect of it was that, um, you know, and I, I'm just forever grateful to all, to all of these guys. I, you know, I've been working with, you know, with almost everybody on the who was on the program for for so many years now, and and uh, you know, it's always a joy. Uh, you know, I look forward to every new album with, with with all of them, and and you know, to get to be part of a program like this, they were, um, and definitely a group of you know, you know, really dear friends, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, I'm happy to say that as I was calling people and, you know, telling them about what I had in mind, um, you know, it, no one took any convincing. Uh, it, it really came to, came down to if they were in town and in any way could, could be there, they wanted to be there. That's wonderful. And be part of it. And so the only thing that was really ruling people out were one, if they were out of town, um, of course, uh, and then, um, and then sadly just the limitations of the amount of music and, you know, that I can squeeze out of any one concert where right. you, you have this finite period of time and you can get so many minutes, um, so many pieces onto the program. But after that, it doesn't matter how brilliant it is. You, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, there are so many composers. I mean, by far the hardest, you know, it was much harder to come to terms with what I had to leave out than line up what I got to include. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, there was just so many guys that uh, weren't on the program that I would have loved to have had on the program. But thankfully, I'll have an o- another opportunity, you know, in October with a with a more of a Halloween-themed um uh, program again with back with the the, the Golden State Pops Orchestra and also a, a Christmas show in December, but then even before that to be off to um, Tenerife in 
in July um, uh, to uh, to do another show there with um, also uh, Sarah Anden will be performing as a soloist again, and in um, in Poznan, Poland. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, will be uh, the next stop after that. So you've been you've been going around the world and traveling, and what's been the international reception? Has it been as big as you thought? Bigger than you thought it would be? Oh, definitely bigger. Uh, I mean, the 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 reaction has been absolutely overwhelming. And you know, last um, last spring, last last May, I did a, a concert uh, with uh, um, the Krakow um, Festival in in Poland, and did a program that included the Alien Biomechanical Symphony that I remember that yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, a couple years. <laughs> Excuse me. A couple of years earlier in in Tenerife, with Diego Navarro conducted the prim, the Tenerife premiere and also was part of it and 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 conducted the performance we did in Krakow. And you know we did we did this program of you know a symphonic work consisting of kind of an opening movement, if you will, of of you know about 25 minutes of Jerry Goldsmith's first Alien score, followed by a middle you know, the 10-minute section of, of music from James Horner's Aliens and a uh, concluding movement of Elliot Goldenthal's Alien 3. Uh, and, in, and in Poland, Elliot was actually in attendance um, for that, which was wonderful. And, and um, But we did that on, a, on the stage of a, a still-working steel factory that had been converted to a concert stage and setting wow. for, <laughs> um, for this. And and the degree to which the the venue looked like you were inside the Nostromo was just you know beyond perfect. That's it, so I mean, it was cool. Just, and <laughs> it was uh, when I walked into that venue for the first time for another concert a, a couple years earlier. I, I said to one of my friends, "Oh, this would be a fabulous place to do an Alien concert," <laughs> just as a joke. <laughs> and and then sure enough, a couple years later, here I was on stage doing an Alien concert. <laughs> um, and we had, you know, nearly five thousand people in the audience for that show. Wow, that's a lot. So, so the reaction has been overwhelming and and just so, um, so uh, <laughs> uplifting, and to see so much love for film music and you know the the music we all love and 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 this great enthusiasm of people coming out to. Um, see it and hear it and experience it live and um you know which is fabulous because i'm having a great time doing the shows and and it it, it uh, you know allows me to kind of get out there and and you know meet personally with with fans and 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 have um you know hear reaction you know you it gives the opportunity of of uh you know seeing the faces meeting the people that um you know that buy the albums and and right, and yeah. And really have a passion for the music, and then, and then having them express their you know uh, personal stories of this score, or that score, or this composer, that are the most important to them, and and it kind of you know puts a face on things, makes it much more personal, which is which is so nice, and um, it's uh, it's been a great experience to um, you know take this music around the world and uh, and both perform pieces that that I know people will love and then things that I know people will love, but that they might not be familiar with, you mm-hmm. know, to um, make a point of kind of including a, you know, a piece or two or whatnot that might be 
a, rev- a revelation to all but the most devoted um, aficionados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I enjoy that aspect of things, as I've always kind of carried on and, and made a point of doing that in my um, album production as well. Uh, um, working with some composers, and you know, over time, it's been you know, there's been the opportunity of, of working with many composers at the beginning of their careers, and guys who are now even on the you know, the A-list of composers, but going right back to the beginning with, with so many of them, including so many of the guys that, you know, were the giants lined up across the stage at, in San Pedro over the weekend. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, I was working with almost all of them before anybody knew who, um, you know, knew them as film composers. And That's just amazing uh, to go on that journey with them, too, just to see them grow and then kind of be along. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To, um, it's you know, really ends up being... Uh, quite an adventure and i just you know to to be you know cognizant of those stories and remember the circumstances of the the early albums at the same time of of standing on stage with with all of them you know in that extraordinary final bow that we had um in front of the orchestra at the end of the concert on saturday and 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 remembering you know working on driving miss daisy with with hans um you know, all those years ago, and knowing that he just never could have imagined the 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 you know the heights and and um, you know where his career and life were, were going to go at that time, and mm-hmm. and you know all he was going to achieve, and and, um, and you know, and then to to kind of uh, you know be uh, you see that kind of unfold over the years, and then and then kind of. You know, culminate in a way of of having us all be on stage together, just celebrating the the shared history we've all been able to be part of um, as part of uh, Verez Saraband and and everybody, uh, you know, all of the composers and and um, myself included have uh, all had have these amazing opportunities and shared experience of being being part of this Verez Saraband family that mm-hmm. is that is really the most kind of all-inclusive um you know family or grouping of of film music uh you know professionals and legends and you know people uh, you know, pursuing all walks of you know careers and um in in film music uh you know something that is you know that we all share it's a it's a um i think as i mentioned in my my over the weekend, one of the most, for me, one of the most beautiful things about Breast Saraband is, is how all inclusive it is. That it's it, it's not about this group or that group. It's it's just about celebrating film music and and the best of film music. And if you are a film composer or, or um, pursuing any profession um, related, you know, as, as part of um, uh, film music anywhere in the world, and you're good, you're probably part of the Verez family in in, in some way. Uh, you know, which is a, a a really nice aspect of things. No, it is definitely. And so, you, looking back at it, uh, everything. If you had to pick one moment, the most rewarding or the most memorable moment for you in your career, it, do you have one that really stands out above the rest? Wow, it's yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a tough thing to. Uh, I mean, certainly this weekend concert was was just extraordinary yeah, yeah. And, but <laughs> you know i mean there's just so there's so many moments i you know and 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 a lot of 
small things that are just just you know so relevant and you know these little you know glimpses or flashbacks of of, of memory that I have on so many of the of the things I've been uh, so lucky to be part of and mm-hmm. I remember sitting with you know Alex North in his basement t- you know talking about music and and life and uh, all sorts of things while we're waiting for you know his wife to get lunch ready upstairs and and um you know visiting you know Dr. Roja when he was you know oh, too frail to even leave his home anymore and and um you know going over to um see him and and uh, and all the time and adventures I got to spend with with Jerry Goldsmith and um you know, here in town recording um, scores and then going off to London and Scotland and all the things um, we did. And then and then these days, also just the, the moments of, you know, creation of, of new music, not just for scores, but, but having, having new music arranged and, and, and commissioned for, um, you know, for concert purposes. And, uh, you know, the... The idea, or the moment I, you know, saw and heard um, Sarah perform the Spartacus Love theme, getting ready for the the concert in China for the first time, was was just overwhelmingly emotional for me, and all the memories I had of, of Alex and 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 then um, having Lee Holdridge and the long relationship with him, kind of exhibited through the, this arrangement that. That, that he um, had, had done for Sarah, and then she's just such an extraordinary musician to, you know, to hear her kind of fulfilling the role of kind of an American ambassador, musical ambassador in, in China was so exciting, and just, you know, she was playing so beautifully. Oh, she's and, absolutely and, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, and, and so she's really becoming a, you know, a, a, a superstar in the realm of these concerts I'm doing, and, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, so touching also for me to hear after the, the concert on Saturday. I, you know, I have literally never had so many people tell me they were in tears during the show. Um, and, uh, and it was um, Spartacus and, and To Kill a Mockingbird and, and um, the performance she gave on both of those. It was really stunning, yeah. seemed to annihilate people. And then Jerry's uh, Rudy as well, of course, mm-hmm. with, that Cliff uh, Eidelman conducted. And so just amazing moments. Um, and, uh, you know, all of it continuing to grow and expand and, and there's no telling where, you know, where we'll go and, and what we'll do, um, you know, but it's all so exciting and so rewarding and it's, uh, all these different ways of, of celebrating the, the music we love and, and uh, with all of us, you know, just, you know, having fun together, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's an adventure. We're all doing what we do because we love it. Um, and, um, and, you know, we get to play together. Yeah. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> so, uh, one final question. You released your, uh, your passion project with, uh, Alex North Spartacus, an amazing set. And are there any other classic scores that you would love to give the Veress, uh, treatment? Oh boy. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah Spartacus is certainly in a category by itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, you know, there was, as I, as I told in the, almost endless liner notes uh, um you know it was really a project that had followed me the entire duration of my career up to that point and mm-hmm. and so um you know there was there was so much kind of weight behind um 
uh, that project and, and the, the moment that it finally came into the world and, and, and all of that. So I don't know that there's anything really comparable to that, but there's certainly other um, great scores that I have um, designs on, so to speak. And, and, <laughs> and, um, and then I think more, you know, not just specific scores, but ways of even interpreting scores and, you know, a lot of, of a lot of what's been recorded and has and survived has been released at this point. There's still a lot, you know. There's still a good amount to do anyway. Um, but uh, the aspect of the the Spartacus box set that w- was as rewarding for me as as releasing the full original score, which all by itself was so overwhelming, and and, and was what I had planned all those years, but. Uh, the, the way we explored the Spartacus love theme in all of those incarnations with all of these musical legends mm-hmm. um, was so exciting to me, and and uh, you know having the, you know the composers of the world pay tribute to Alex in, in that musical way, um, and then and then you know the other aspect, of course, that was part of the Spartacus box set along with the book and the love theme variations was the documentary and producing the first documentary that ever focused on just a single film score uh, as a feature-length documentary, not not a little, you know, 10-minute video mm-hmm. um, for a DVD, but a 90, you know, 3 or 90, no, 96-minute, I think, um, uh, in a documentary with John Williams and Lado Schifrin and Chris Young and Dave Newman and everybody talking about how um, how much that score has meant to them and how much Alex means as a, as a composer. Um, so, um, sure, there are, there are, are um, I think, m- m- greater aspects of, of all of these things that are going to make up my, uh, you know, kind of continuing adventures in, in, in film music. Um, you know, stuff I, stuff I have in mind now and then stuff that I haven't even thought of yet. Um, that's almost the, uh, the most exciting stuff of all because... Um, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine, um, I, you know, some of the things that might be coming up, but ultimately I will be imagining <laughs> and we'll uh, try and pull them off. Well, I can't wait to see uh, what you cook up and, and what you and everybody at the label uh, produces in the future and for hopefully for many more concerts to come because it was absolutely stunning. So thank you so much for the time and effort that you put into everything you do. Uh, oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's very nice to hear and much appreciated. 